Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dragging the Table. I am your host, DJ, and today I am joined by the highly caffeinated, the radio legend, Bradley Brumley from Jonesboro, Arkansas. It's <laughs> <laughs> quite an introduction. Thank you. Listen, I remember, like, I remember when I first started listening to your podcast, you were Bradley Brumley from Jonesville, Arkansas, and I was like, what? Who is this guy? Like, this is... <laughs> Like, it was a great way to introduce yourself because I was like, oh, okay, I'm listening. <laughs> I get mixed reviews on that. You know, a, the story goes, a friend of mine used to say that all the time. Every time he would see me, he would just say, hey, Bradley Burmley from Jonesboro, Arkansas. <laughs> and so I, as a goof, I started introducing myself like that uh, on the on the pod. And some people would just come to me and they're like, look, dude, you live in Austin. Why are you saying this? Why would you brag about being from Arkansas? <laughs> so <laughs> I just kind of dropped it, but it was fun at the beginning. Yeah. How long did that last the, uh, cause I feel like it was like at least the first 10 that you did that. Yeah, <laughs> it was a while. Like it, at first I thought this is the way it's going to go. You know, this is going to be my introduction and yeah, yeah I, I feel off. like we all, or at least, you know, I had never done anything like this before so i was like all right you figure out what works and you just do that and you never divert from it ever and that's turned out to not be the case at all <laughs> yeah have you seen a lot of changes like that you know with your your shows i've gotten a little more like if you listen to the show i started with the untrained eye with my wife like it is so it 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 hurts me to listen to the uh. first like 15 to 20 episodes because I had this idea of like, all right, this is how I've heard podcasts go. You have to let people know they're listening to a podcast. So I would do my like, you know, five minute like, hey, guys, my name's DJ and uh, you're about to hear a podcast. Don't be alarmed. It's going to be two people talking to each other. All right. So here we go. <laughs> uh, and it was, oh, I hate it. <laughs> really? Because. I don't know. I remember when you used to do that. I was kind of, <laughs> I, I've listened to, I think, all of your shows at this point. Um, and I kind of liked the setup. I mean, not to tell you how to do your business <laughs> or anything, but, you know, you, and I also like the way you do it now. I did notice when you guys started just jumping right in. Um, yeah, it, it makes it a little, I found myself getting too in my own sauce, you know, like I uh, would just... I would get too wound up in it, and I was like, I, I don't know if I can keep doing it. So yeah. you just have to just do it, not, I don't know, not think too much about it, I guess. Right, yeah. Well, you guys are good at that. It's like a, I feel like I'm just at your kitchen table hanging out with you you two, you yeah. know, when I listen to an episode. <laughs> no, it's great. Uh, wait, and before we get any further, uh, what is your podcast? Where can everyone find you? Uh yeah, I, I always forget to self-promote, which is probably uh, my Achilles heel in this whole <laughs> equation. But yeah, uh, I'm Brad from the Coffee Buzz podcast. Uh, you can find my show pretty much anywhere uh, that in the normal pod catchers of the world. Yeah, um, yeah, there's a few episodes out there. You guys are almost at 100, right? Yeah, you're I mean, you're hot on our heels. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I think we took... start at the same time. Yeah, it wasn't very far apart because I think we started in like June of 2018, maybe? Yeah. 20... No, yeah, 2018 because we'll be coming up on two years. Good Lord. Wow, yeah, <laughs> two years. That's awesome. <laughs> now, do you feel like it's been, does it feel like two years or does it feel like just 
yeah, not at all. Last week. Not at all. Like it yeah. was so weird because we were at 50 episodes and then suddenly now we're at 90. Like the next one will be 99. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. So, okay. So I wanted to ask you, like, I know in your very first episode of your podcast, you talk a little bit about your radio background, but what, I guess the thing that, I, cause we talked about how we've seen our show or other shows evolve. Like your show, I feel like has evolved a lot uh, because you just kind of, I, I don't know what your thought process is, but to, to an outsider looking in, it seems like you decided that you were interested in things and you were just going to tell us about them the way you wanted to tell us about them. And it is, it, it, do, it doesn't seem possible that you're able to pack the amount of information that you do now into the short amount of time that you do it in. Oh, thank you. I, I remember you making a comment like that once on Twitter, and I had to show my wife, like, look, look what he said about me. <laughs> no, I really appreciate that. I, you know, when I started it, uh, I had no idea where uh, I wanted to go with it. I, I really, I knew I wanted to start a podcast so badly, but I had no idea because everything I read online said you need to have a con cohesive theme. And you don't need to stray from that because then you won't be able to build an audience. My problem is I'm not interested in just one thing. It's uh, like this, almost like a dartboard I have on the wall. There's uh, aliens uh, being vegan, you know, uh, working out. And I just, I think I throw a dart and whichever one it lands on, it's pretty much what I'm doing that week. Well, like one of the things you do really well is you talk about stuff like being vegan in an somehow uncontroversial way you know what really I mean? good like, okay i, I kind of feel I like take, i come across like a jerk <laughs> i don't take offense like some people talk about it and it sounds like they are just have their arms folded and are looking down going okay this is the way it is i can't believe you're so stupid but all right come on i'll help you figure out how to be a human <laughs> like you are you present the information and you're like this is what it is this is what i do do whatever you want to do okay uh, well i I hope it's like that because sometimes I think to myself, like, oh, man, you're being that annoying preachy vegan. Like, you need to just cut that out. <laughs> Listen, but... I've listened from the beginning of yours as well, and I couldn't have listened. I couldn't have continued listening if yeah, that was cool. your whole vibe. <laughs> well, good, good. I'm glad, glad of that because, I mean, I remember what it was like to eat meat and i mean i used to hunt animals I, you know being from arkansas that's what you did like when i was 12 years old they gave me a beer and a 12 gauge and that's not an exaggeration <laughs> like that was 12 12 year old birthday <laughs> present there you know like all right let's go hunt <laughs> so i get it <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you ever miss it are you ever like uh, would you well is there any circumstance where you ever would I mean, I can't imagine you would ever go back to any kind of factory meat again, but would you, is there a circumstance where you would ever go at least introduce meat or eggs or anything back in a little bit, or is that just done? I think that ship has sailed. I mean, someone asked me that before we were all sent home from work, you know, mm -hmm. like what happens if you, if you can't eat vegan? I said, well, I think you guys are going to have a harder time eating meat, but <laughs> I was like, obviously I'm not going to starve. I'm not going to let my family go hungry. You know, like if that's all there was, you know, I'd figure out a way. Um, but yeah, there was a time where like, before I went vegan, I only ate hunted meat, but it is so hard to find. Yeah. You know, I don't live out in the country anymore. I'm in the suburbs 
you know, you can't shoot squirrels. <laughs> so <laughs> at least not in front of people. <laughs> right. Yeah. Maybe I could get a silencer <laughs> for the gun. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I mean, I can't see myself doing it voluntarily, but if, you know, worst case scenario, if, you know, if we, if society de devolves and we can't, you know, plant, plant any uh, vegetables, I'd probably start doing it again. Well, it's funny because I know, I don't know. I think the reason people get mad when, uh, when people talk about veganism or being vegan is it, makes you feel sad because that's the the truth of it is like when I hear you talk about it or anyone talk about it, I, I just don't want to do it. But also when I think yeah. of the consequences of what I'm doing, it does make me sad. Like yeah. I, and I, I don't know. I don't know how to necessarily bridge that gap. Uh, but because you. it is, it's hard. It's, I don't know. I decided that instead of taking my time to learn how to hunt, I was going to podcast. So, yeah, <laughs> you know <what> I mean, <laughs> no, I hear you. No, it's it's definitely it. It sounds very difficult at first, you know, to kind of make that switch. I think the biggest thing is having a why, you know, because uh, I've seen people kind of they've tried out in six months. They sort of fall off because you have to be committed to it because you can't just go out and, you know, eat like a normal person because it's in everything. I have yeah. to tell the people at the restaurant that I'm allergic to dairy for them to take me seriously. <laughs> Cause if you just say you're a vegan, they're like, eh, whatever, dude. Okay, cool, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if you tell them you're allergic, they're like, Oh, okay. <laughs> sorry, no sorry. dairy, please. <laughs> so were you always like from a kid, just always like super interested in everything? Because like you said, like your podcast is, there is no, no one can say Brad's podcast is about this other than to say it's about stuff that you're interested in. Yeah. It's, I, I don't know. Maybe it's my ADD, but it's just whatever <laughs> shiny ball I see that week, you know, I kind of just follow it. And it's like, the more I do it, the more I start to, to, see those things you know the ideas they'll just kind of come to you i don't know if you experience that but once you kind of get into that rhythm of seeking out you know topics to talk about once a week like they just sort of come to you um but yeah as a kid i would sit around i remember this my mom had this like 80s boom box that she got from selling tupperware and i would record songs off the radio and then pretend I was the DJ, you know, like, oh, talking my over God. The song. Oh, my God. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I was not recording any of that. So <laughs> this is the first time in. Oh, I love that everyone was watching that live. <laughs> I wonder if I can pull that audio. I can pull the audio you off can. Of YouTube. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. I do well, it all the time. I'm that's where I rip off all the uh, songs that I used to uh, copyright infringe on my show. <laughs> yeah, you could pull I, that. I, I just too. died. Okay, I just want everyone that's watching live, all one of you. I died. <laughs> all right. Well, let's keep it's going. I'm so sorry I interrupted. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's all salvageable. I think you're going to be fine. But yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, you won't have it in two tracks. Just. To talk a little bit of inside baseball, you're not going to have two separate tracks. It'll just be one, but I think it'll be all right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, even the bigwigs do this. I heard uh, Rich Roll. I don't know if you listen to him, but he had a, a Insta story the other day and he was like, oh my God, we got 
he got all the way through it. He does like two hour long episodes with him and a guest <laughs> and it just didn't make it. So you're amongst the greats, my friend. Oh. <laughs> that will be forgotten because there is no evidence. <laughs> well, this is how it used to be in the olden days, if you will, of radio. Like this is just live going out there. Yeah. Well, you know. at least someone, at least somewhere it will be fully intact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Double checking again. We've been recording for a minute now. All right. <laughs> good deal. Good deal. Uh, where were I'm so sorry. No, <laughs> I was just, you know, uh, reminiscing about me being a, a, a spy. I don't know why I latched on to wanting to be a DJ, but from an early kid, I guess it was growing up in this small town. That was the only sort of glamorous job there was. Like there was these people that worked in radio, you know, and they would talk about being at places around town. And I thought, these are just normal people. Maybe I could get this gig, you know? And so I just sit around pretending all day long I was a DJ. <laughs> It's funny because I never realized that talk radio was a thing until what like, I say way later until I was probably 19 or 20. Like when I first I first had interest in the radio or being on radio because I just like music. So I was like, mm, oh, I just want to yeah. be where the music's at. And I went to college for it and learned the ins and outs of it and was like, oh, I don't want to be a part of this at all. Like, no, oh, really, because I thought you could like I I have, you know, I was the guy that had you know, Napster and 10,000 songs. And I was like, all right, I've got my curated playlist. This is what I'm going to give to the people. And yeah. then they're like, nah, dude, we have these 10 songs you're going to play. And <laughs> that is uh, true. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I got in trouble once for rearranging the order. Like they oh, would really, give, you would print them out for your whole shift. Like they would have them days in advance. And so I would just pick, no, that song doesn't really go to the other one that well. And I want to talk about, you know, the Eagles. So I'm going to switch it to where I can, you know, and the program director would come in like, hey, man, you're, you're rearranging the order. And I thought, <laughs> this is not what I expected it to be. I thought this was going to be like, yeah, you think it's going to be, I don't know. I think you just imagine, because I don't know about you, but I would like record I had the little tape player that I would record uh -huh. songs off the radio and I would try and make my like little perfect mix yeah. when I was a kid. And I just, I don't know. I always imagined it would be like that and it was nothing like that at all. Well, yeah. Cause that's what we see in the movies mm -hmm. and in the TV shows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're behind the mic, you're the guy in charge. Right. You're yeah. <laughs> you're the, <laughs> you're the are beginning you, in the end. Are you young enough to have remembered the Christian Slater movie, pump up the volume? I know the movie, but I didn't. I've never okay. seen it. <laughs> yeah, it's probably uh, you know you're a young young guy. You 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 don't know these old people movies. <laughs> Whatever. I Christian now, Slater is my wheelhouse. <laughs> <laughs> so, what made you decide to uh, to start in the podcasting? Was it really like a choice of hunting or podcasting? <laughs> no, it wasn't. Well, no, not at that. I hunting was never even on my radar then, uh, but. I, there was a comedian, uh, Burt Kreischer that used to yeah. go on local radio all the time. He talked about starting a podcast like in 2011 or 12 uh -huh. and I had just never heard of it. And I looked at podcasting the same way that I looked at being a comedian. I, mm -hmm. I thought you had to be famous to do it. 
You know what oh, I mean? Like, gotcha. Yeah. Because my only idea of a comedian before that was like Bill Cosby and Robin Williams and basically movie stars. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I was like, or TV stars, whatever. Uh, so when Bert was like, oh, I'm a comedian, I was I didn't know who he was, but I was like, well, he's famous because he's a comedian. He was like, I'm starting a podcast. And I was like, well, podcasts are for famous people. So whatever. Uh, yeah. So I just listened. And then I kept hearing him talk about like, you know, this is what I used to record. It was like a Zoom H, whatever it was. Yeah. And I was like, well, let me Google that and see what that is. And I saw uh-huh. it and saw that it was cheap. And I was like, wait a second. And like, and I'm still, again, so dumb because like it was still took years for me to finally be like, wait a minute. Like, I want to do this. Like, I can just do this. Like, yeah. there, there is no, there's no barrier to entry except for, especially now, like with Anchor, like oh, there yeah. is almost zero barrier to entry. You just, talk and go yeah uh so yeah and it was it was crazy because when we started the untrained eye beth and i uh i'll never forget that she was like we had like our first one or two episodes out and she was like looking at her podcast player and she was like our show because she had only subscribed to like five podcasts she's like our show is right next to joe rogan's it's like, we're doing the same thing that Joe Rogan is doing. That's cool. And I was like, yeah, I like, it didn't even hit me that, until she said that. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're all here now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it, it, there is something whenever you, you know, see your little clip art or whatever, your artwork for your cover on Apple and Stitcher and everything. Like, man, someone could search me just like they could, you know, one of these other big guys. So yeah, I'm right there. Like I yeah. could be right next to them on like, you know, people also subscribe to. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if it'll stay this sort of independent like it is now where the barrier of entry is low or if it's going to like, you know, the big business is going to get involved and sort of make it harder for folks like us. It feels that way, doesn't it? Like it's like yeah. it's on the verge of of turning in a direction that I don't know if anyone's going to necessarily like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, you know, maybe they might squeeze us out. I don't know, but it, or it could go like YouTube where, you know, I mean, it's pretty democratic. I mean, obviously it's kind of a hard space to break into, um, but you know, podcasting. You look at it like Will Smith uh, trying to go on YouTube is not the same as Will Smith going into your movie theater. Like he put out his YouTube channel and got roasted immediately, and he's kind of gone into obscurity. Like, oh I know really? He's probably, I know he gets crazy downloads probably still, but yeah. like if you look, you know, still you see like PewDiePie and H3 and all these guys getting like millions of downloads. So it's like, I don't know. Like I. I would hope that it would kind of be the same way in podcasting of like, you couldn't just have, cause there's already been this weird thing of like actors or just famous people trying to start a podcast and it doesn't really take off in the way that I think they might think it would. Huh? Right. So I don't know. You like, know what I, know I get? This, this, yeah. this forced whatever we're in right now, like that I think is going to change podcasting a lot as well because mm. you know if you look like i've listened to enough podcasts now to where they're using zoom or whatever it is to you know skype people or whatever zoom people in from wherever it is yeah and they're doing it in way bigger podcasts are doing it like that and they've never thought about it in that way before like i hear them talking like oh all of these different kinds of guests are open to me now and yeah. all it would take is I could buy I could buy and send them like a fifty dollar USB mic, and then yep. it won't be you know subpar quality. Like we'll get 
good mic quality and it'll be like we're in the same room. Yeah, so, absolutely. I, I think it's going to change everything. You know, that nothing will go back to normal. I mean, it'll be more normal than it is, but you know, there's going to be some big changes out of this, but I, I don't know if you're like me, but when I hear a celebrity podcast that has not invested like anything into their production value, I get pissed. Like, yeah, uh, I get annoyed with them. <laughs> I know that because stupid. they know what it is to produce. Like, yeah, if you're and on they can a TV afford show, it. <laughs> yeah, like why wouldn't you buy the five hundred dollar Joe Rogan mic? You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't even like. That's the crazy part is when when I first first started, like we had eleven dollar mics, and nobody knew. Like when I told people that, it blew their minds. And... I remember you mentioning <laughs> that on an episode, and I was. I thought, man, that sounds <laughs> that sounds really good. I would have never guessed it. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like it's not, you know, you have to hunt a little bit and you have yeah. to know that like that $11 mic isn't going to last forever. If you touch right. it, you're going to hear it forever. Like, it's, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of drawbacks, but it's still sure. like I don't know. I like when things sound good and, you know, you can ask yeah. my wife like I was super like we recorded a bunch before we got to the first one, because I was like, no, this isn't up. I can't. No. So you're like the uh, the perfectionist of the of the two. It, it, to me, it has to be at least listenable. You know what sure. I mean? Like yeah. it, our our content, you know, is it's debatable how good or bad it is. But if it at least is coming across smoothly, uh, I feel like people have a better chance of listening to it all the way through. <laughs> now your content's solid. I especially <laughs> like it when when Beth starts roasting you. You'll say something that she maybe doesn't agree with, <laughs> which is most at times. Least, <laughs> There's been a couple times <laughs> but yeah she doesn't hold back <laughs> that's why i love her <laughs> yeah no it's great so is there like i said your show runs the gamut of of topics but is there one yeah. like okay two things i have to know one what is the shortest amount of time you've ever spent researching something before you've brought it to the show and what's the <sighs> longest one or one that you're like is your uh your shining star in the distance that you're like, one day I'm going to get to this one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't have any, in fact, I'm kind of changing it. I, I think I told you, you know, I would script out every single episode line by line at first. And it was taking me, I had six episodes sort of in the can when I launched and I burned through them in no time, you know, and I thought, Oh my God, like, how am I going to keep up with this? And I'd say the, the one that I've spent probably the most time on previous to this is I would say it was the seven day vegan challenge. That one went for like 30 minutes, which is the longest episode I think I have, which is a long time to listen to just one dude talk. Uh, I don't know. That's kind of where I feel like I, I like to keep it between the 15, 20 minute sort of sweet spot. Like you do with dragging the table and, you know, like, um, angry dad podcast does with his, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, in sort of the on the shorter side lately, because of my schedule has just completely changed because of all this. You know, we've got a four year old and now we're kind of having to tag team being a teacher uh, on top of parents. Mm -hmm. And so my free time is down to nothing, you know, um, in a lot of ways. So what I've had to do is just make an outline, you know, have maybe five, six hundred words you know, that are outlined there and just kind of go off of, uh, 
ad lib from there. And that seems to be a lot more comfortable. So lately, and I don't know if it's coming across, but uh, I'm sort of just in eh, whatever mode, you know, like I'm not. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm you gonna... are always like, gen. you seem genuinely interested in everything you talk about. Like, it's not like you're like, all right. Ah, aliens, I guess, whatever people like aliens, but you know what I mean? Like you don't seem like you check trending and go, all right, this seems to be the top five of what people care about. I'll just put together some garbage about it. Like yeah. you seem to care about what you're talking about. No, I do. Yeah. It's a, I don't, you could look at my numbers and tell this, but I don't do it for, uh, you know, the, the downloads. <laughs> it's, um, I, mean. <laughs> I mean, it would be great if they were more, but, um, you know, it's more just, I don't know, it's my passion project. So, you know, just whatever is just out there. I, I, I'm on YouTube a lot and I'm subscribed to all these weirdo channels. And so a lot of ideas kind of come to me from there or just uh, even like a casual conversation with someone. I'll be, Back in the olden days when we used to go to the office, I would ask them, like, hey, have you heard of this whole storming 51, Area 51 thing? What do you think about that? Kind of get a read from people. And like, okay, let's do it on that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so there's a little bit of market research, but not a lot. <laughs> That's so funny. And so you mentioned uh, Ben, the angry dad. Like yes. that is... Uh... That is one of my uh, proudest matchmaking events that I ever had. <laughs> because honestly, when you, I'm going to have Ben on soon, uh, but he, when I first, I don't know, I don't know, I was listening to his show and he said something that was, I can't even remember what it was. Cause like, you know, he puts out so many episodes. Oh yeah. And he said something that reminded me of you. And then it just clicked immediately. I was like, Oh, I was like, Brad and Ben are two sides of the exact same coin. I have to at least <laughs> see what they would think of each other. And I didn't know, like when I had you, when I like started tagging you guys together, I was like, I wonder if one is going to not be into the other. Uh, <laughs> like maybe you would have started like this big podcast feud. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, you, and you know, what's funny is it sounds crazy, but it's like silly stuff like that does happen. So That's that true. was in the back of my mind of like, Am I going to like make some weird rivalry or <laughs> is this going to be like I thought it would be in my head? Well, on uh, paper, we probably shouldn't get along like, uh, you know, he's he's a carnivore. He follows the carnivore diet. Mm -hmm. And, you know, here I am a tree hugging vegan <laughs> and, you know, he lifts weights and I'm this short little, you know, puny guy. But, you know, we we there's some definite um, common ground, you know, that. It, it was funny. You gave me a glow, glowing review, maybe not even knowing it. He goes, well, whenever Ben said, or I'm sorry, whenever DJ said that this guy should start a, a cult, like he's, he's like a cult leader, like I had to tune in at that point. And I think that was the same episode because you talked about us being bookends, um, mm -hmm. you know, sort of, of a different uh, topics, but on the same path. And uh, I that was also when I started listening to him. I said, well, I got to hear this angry dad podcast <laughs> see what he's about but yeah we're like we got a bromance going now dude i love it <laughs> uh no you know what's funny is i do like you kind of remind me of there's a comedian i don't know if you know who he is duncan trussell i haven't and heard of him i'll have to check him out he is a guy he actually has a show that just came out on netflix uh that's it i haven't watched it yet it's called the midnight gospel but yeah. it is basically it's been described as an animated version of his podcast. Okay. So it's uh I don't know. He's like a I would almost describe him as like the uh some kind of weird psych psychedelic guru. 
Like he's, <laughs> he's the kind of person that when I can't listen to his podcast a lot because I'm like, I'm just going to leave my life and go to Duncan and be like, what do you need me to do? Uh, <laughs> so, and there's been a couple of years that I'm like, yeah, like enough that you're like, this is how you could change your life that I'm like, yeah. Brad's starting to make a lot of sense. Like, maybe I should start doing these different things with my life. Uh, but he said something like, I don't know, do you, or if you even would like to say this on the internet, if you have any current or former experience with psychedelics. You uh, know, I mean, there was a, a time in my life when I was in my early 20s, uh, you know, that I, I dabbled in that stuff, but I never got into, you know, anything too much where I was, I wasn't going on any Jim Morrison journey quest or anything. <laughs> no, he, I heard our, our Duncan talking the other day and he said something that I had never heard anyone say before because he does, or he did at least do a lot of psychotropic drugs. And he talked about basically not being able to do them as much or at all anymore because he has a kid now. And yeah. what he said was, is he's like, my kid has to be my psychedelic. <laughs> and I was like, oh, like, I don't know. Like, does that resonate with huh. you at all? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, you know, it's kind of interesting when you said that I, I immediately got what he's talking about because I will find myself uh, in the midst of, you know, it, it takes a while to kind of get into the groove, but I'll start playing with my daughter and she's got this little mermaid thing going on. And before I know it, you know, I'm doing voices for, you know, the evil a monster out to get her and she's running around to different parts of the house that she's renamed. Like, yeah, it is kind of like being on a psychedelic. I can, a lot of comparisons. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I just never heard anyone say it quite like that. And I was like, yeah, that's no, that's really interesting. <laughs> so did, wait, I know I asked you this. Uh, I should have been paying better attention. Did you say what the thing in like what your, if you could do a show on or an episode on anything, didn't matter oh, the length, right. didn't matter the whatever, like, is there one that you're like, all right, I have to do so much research that <laughs> I have one recorded that I feel like I just didn't do it justice, you know, in my research and in my recording. But it's a uh, it's this uh, book called The Law of One. It's by this. It's a channeled work, meaning that, uh, you know, somebody this lady was laying in bed and just speaking through there was an alien communicating through her and these other people were scribing the whole time and i know this sounds like what is this guy on <laughs> but when i i've read i've listened to parts of the book they just have it on youtube um, mm -hmm. and it is mind-blowing i mean it's just it talks about these different layers of of uh, awareness you know between like say a rock has a first layer of density uh, and it goes all the way up to to these different layers of human, you know, we're like in a third or fourth density, which is why we're so crazy. You know, um, you have to realize that it's where we start to come to the knowledge that we actually chose to be here. And because we reincarnated or reincarnated on earth, the, the catches is, is that you have to forget everything that you knew before this and that we have sort of a multidimensional experiences so you know in other words we're there's another version of dj that exists out in the ether wherever you know that may be and um unaware you might be unaware of this other person except for like when you dream and that's one of the conduits where you can communicate with that other uh, version of yourself 
but this one is like uh <laughs> so kind of esoteric and just out there that i don't want it to come across where i want people to be able to listen to it and it's just <laughs> taking me a long time to distill this you know what i mean well i mean just you saying that is interesting because like what is it more of like a technological component of like they it's like simulation uh like we've created the simulation or is it cosmic like it's just all interdimensional you know there well, is no machine it's just the universe <laughs> well it sort of dovetails into that because i did do an episode about living in a holographic universe and this sort of fits right into that because basically the essence of it is that we all emanate from one we're all different reflections of the same light mm -hmm. um and everything is light and and energy so it it does it's plausible that this could exist within that simulation so it's it's kind of both when i think about it it's both cosmic and technological um but yeah it's i don't know if i'll release that one like right <laughs> now it seems weird to do that i can't talk about anything other than you know not being able to get you know the right coffee that i want from the grocery store at this point <laughs> so uh, i'm not i'm not always thinking Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I was just going to say, I'm not always, uh, you know, sitting around reading, uh, you know, self-help books and philosophy. <laughs> Listen, I probably need a few self-help. Oh, uh, what is it? The only book I ever tried to read, I guess it's supposed to be a philosophical book or whatever, is, uh, what the heck is it called? Zen or the Art of Motorcycle oh, Maintenance? Is that's that a great it? book. Yes. Dude, I got through the first chapter and... I don't. I couldn't tell if I was stupid or if my mind had just been so peeled out of my head that I need. I never got past the first chapter. Really, I read it and I was like, I and not because I didn't get it. I felt like I got it too much. Like ah. I was like, did I just read the whole book in one chapter? Like what? I don't know. I saw yeah. everything. Like how he was talking about being with his son and the people. You know the difference between the the people that were just going to get the guy to fix their bike and he wanted to know how to do it himself. And I was like, Oh my God, this is, this is how we should be living. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now, how old were you when you, when you uh, tried to read it? Uh, that was like, I want to say maybe three or four years ago. Yeah. I just, uh, if you get the chance, I, I would definitely go back to it. If you, if you were interested in that first chapter, it's so good. You know what yeah. I mean? You'll get back into it. Maybe. I don't know. I think I, I think I, I want to be the guy that reads, but I really am the guy that listens. Like I just have yeah. to get it all on audio. I think. Sure. And there's nothing, I think that's the same as reading, you know, in terms of, excuse me, <clears throat> you know, whether you're uh, consuming it, through audio or whether you're sitting down now there's different i think uh ways that your brain reacts to either reading or listening to it on audio but uh, it still counts you're still getting the information and yeah i mean i'll be honest i don't read as often as i used to like back in my early 20s and 30s i read so much more and then came i think streaming uh services like netflix and hulu and all that stuff <laughs> now i just do that which is sad i mean i hate <laughs> to admit it but it's replaced books unfortunately for me i mean it i don't know it seems like a natural progression right like yeah we want to hold on to books which we should clearly we should all know how to read 
but like yeah <laughs> we we don't keep making movies out of books because we don't want to see what it looks like for them to do the thing you know? <laughs> right yeah <laughs> didn't you say something recently about the kind of person that just buys books and doesn't read them that's me <laughs> yes well i was gonna say like you you nailed it when you said that like i was like oh i'm that guy like <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing I love more than to buy books, like go down to the bookstore, pick one yeah. out. Like this is going to be my slump buster. <laughs> I heard, I can't remember who said it, but I heard someone describe it as buying books and not reading them as buying time because you're that like, well, I it. have that book and there is no way that I'll die before that book's read. Cause I bought it and I haven't read it yet. So look at all those books that I can't die before I read. <laughs> When you said that, it kind of melted my face off. I was like, oh, man, that is so me. And now you're like, oh, well, I've got these books to read. So, you know, clearly I have years and years left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I don't know. What was I going to say to you about reading? I don't know. Oh, that was <laughs> I try and read and I... I don't know if it's ADD or disinterest, but I will get, I'll read one sentence, I'll read two sentences, and then I'm thinking about something else, but I'm still looking at the words. Yeah. And I am like, I realized that I've looked at the whole page and I'm like, I don't know. I didn't read it at all. Yeah. What, I just what started just thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird how you can do that. Just start thinking about all this other stuff, right? That makes it crazy yeah. to think about driving, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, uh, you know, that's that muscle memory. It's where I heard uh, this guy talk about that one time, uh, Joe Dispenza. I've done a few episodes mentioning this guy. He's a um, neuroscientist. And he talks about how the body will learn to do something better than the mind. And that's a subconscious behavior then. And that's what driving is. That's why you can you can drive to your local grocery store or, you know, whatever, and you don't even think about it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, w when my wife and I were dating and I was driving to her house one day after work, we, I worked, uh, at a restaurant and it was like, I don't know, two or three in the morning, whatever it was. And I, I must've fallen asleep, but I ended up at her house because I, <laughs> oh, wow. I don't remember the last like three miles because wow. I remember turning off of the main road. And then yeah. the next thing I remember, I was turning into her driveway and I was like, I'd remember sitting there for a couple minutes. Like, I don't know how I got here. Like I truly, <laughs> there is no more autopilot than whatever it is that just happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Now, was there any drinking involved? No, like I've been very, I'm very, uh, as an adult, I've been very, uh, strict about no drinking and driving. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's one of the reasons I had to stop. I'm like, I am on borrowed time. I have got to quit drinking. <laughs> but That's yeah, most of these, just like driving, most of these behaviors that, that we do are automatic. You know, we get up, we feel the same way. You have the same day, the same experience. Like it all just kind of repeats. And Joe Dispenza makes the argument, like after you do that for 20, 30 years, you've surrendered your free will at that point. Like all, everything that you do can be, basically summed up as an automatic behavior by the time you're 35, 40 years old. So unless you're going back from that. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, and I haven't been doing this enough lately, but meditation I think is probably the way to hold on to, um, 
you know, getting back your free will to where you're not just part of the program, you know, and you're not just running through these cycles every single day, like it's Groundhog Day, you know. I know my, I think the, well, I have plenty of terrible habits, but I know I start the day with a terrible habit of just, I wake up, I make sure I wake up early and then I just immediately am like, what's going on on Twitter? What's going on on Facebook? And I just will look at that for like 10 or 15 minutes and I'm like, I've just done nothing. Like I could have done anything else, started a coffee, got my clothes ready, anything, but instead I just, eh, and I'm not enriched. I didn't do anything. Like I didn't learn anything, nothing. Yeah. Well, (laughs) I mean, and I'm going to try to justify the behavior for you here, (laughs) but don't you feel like because you're, you're a podcaster and you're always, you know, kind of on the lookout for, you know, interesting topics in the zeitgeist that you sort of need to stay connected do you feel that more now i feel that way more like i i talk about this all the time i feel like if if it weren't for the podcast i would not be on twitter i would not be on instagram i would probably have deleted facebook by now uh and the good thing i will say about all of this uh quarantine business that's going on right now is it has i didn't realize how caught up in the the how do you describe it? Cause I, I would get most of my stuff from Twitter, like any mm, kind of, yeah. if I saw a headline, it usually is be, or of something I wanted to talk about. I usually saw it on Twitter and then would check it out from there. But with all of this going on, basically everyone being stuck at their house, nothing actually going on. People have gotten to the point to where they're just like people were, someone was got mad at Adam driver the other day because he was Islamophobic. Cause he said he was going to, he wanted to kill Muslims. But then when you, <laughs> look back when you look at what he actually said because adam driver the guy that played kylo ren uh Mm -hmm. he was he was a marine for four years i think and he said that after 9 11 he was angry and wanted to fight and he didn't know against who but he knew that he would do it through the marines like Mm. he didn't say he wanted to go and kill muslims but people were cancel adam driver yeah Uh, so it's to me, it's shown how lost even I was in the junk food news of Twitter because that's all mm. it is. Like it's just yeah. it's sugar news. Like it's not <laughs> real. <laughs> Wait, you're telling me that's not real news? Like when I go to the news tab or whatever? Yeah, it's so it's crazy because I had convinced myself of like, well, I need to know this, and if it's not you know about entertainment and it's about politics or something, it's actually news. Yeah, like it's not just like fluff or whatever, right? And uh, it's been, it's been a good, uh, I guess, check for me to be mm. like, all right, I need to like at least branch out of Twitter. Like, I don't know yeah. if my Google News feed is going to be much better, but I should. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It, honestly, it's made me think about doing uh, the untrained eye differently. I don't exactly know how that would be, but. I don't know. Like we just rely so much on that, that it just seems to perpetuate it. And yeah. even though it's not like, you know, we're not uh, getting millions of downloads or anything. Like, I don't think we're influencing people like that, but yet, yet, <laughs> listen, either you're going to the top and we're going to ride your coattails <laughs> or we're just never going to make it. <laughs> well, I was going to say, or vice versa. No, <laughs> no, no, you guys I don't know if our, more... off the, 
Go ahead. <laughs> I think you have a more commercial viability than I do. <laughs> I mean, maybe some coffee people will eventually sponsor me. That's my f- real goal is to get some free coffee out of Dude, this. Dude, Black Rifle Coffee. Hit up Brad. <laughs> yeah, <everybody>. right? Yeah. <laughs> I know. Th- Black Rifle, I know they uh, they sponsor like indie podcasts. Cause oh, I had really? A buddy, like a year or two ago, he did a podcast uh, that was, it was, they were both, it was two guys and they were both vets. And oh, okay. uh, they, they sponsored them. So. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, saying. yeah, that's an idea. I'm not, <laughs> not above it. I haven't actually tried it, so maybe I should review them and uh, that'll get that, their attention. Unless it's terrible. By the way, if it is terrible, <laughs> I believe you to, that you will say it's terrible. Like, oh, guys, I really wanted this to be good, but <laughs> one of my friends said, he goes, you know, you never have any negative, uh, you know, reviews of coffee. And I say, well, I, I tried drink the stuff I like, you know, I'm, I'm not gonna, <laughs> but maybe I should, you know, have more, uh, I don't know. I just don't want to, I'd rather it's, talk about what I like than what I don't, you know? Yeah. And it's uh, like, I, I think on a level like that, like, it's fine. If you're like, Oh, this Sony product sucks. it's like, okay, well, but if you're like, I know like when we recommend shows or whatever, or mm-hmm. shows or, like I, I know one time on the untrained eye, I foolishly let someone be like, Hey, recommend this show. And I didn't listen to it before I recommended it. Yeah. And thankfully I recommended it and I listened to it and it was good. And I breathed a sigh of relief and I was like, <laughs> well, I'll never do that again because I, if it had been terrible, I would have gone back and been like, I'm sorry. This show is bad. It's some uh, right wing conspiracy like podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, so you mentioned something that caught my attention about the cancel culture. Do you think you ever think that um, society will grow out of that? Yes. Yeah. I mean, we are. I heard somebody say recently on a podcast that we go in like these weird six year cycles. And uh, I I believe that like it might not be exactly six years, but it's it just can't sustain itself because yeah. if if you want to hold true what cancel culture uh truly is then it, before long and really before not too long we will all be canceled everyone will be canceled yeah. no, there will be no one left oh uh, yeah <laughs> yeah i consider myself to be a uh you know a pretty liberal guy but even i got called out on <laughs> on your twitter page once <laughs> oh my a questionable God. gif and so I'm like, man, it really can't happen to anybody, you know? <laughs> it's crazy. It's extra crazy because sometimes I say stuff. I Sometimes I'll say stuff just to see if anyone's paying attention. You know what I mean? Like, it's not that I necessarily believe it or not. It's just I'll say something just off the wall to see if anybody reacts to it. No one ever does. But I'll tell you, 10 times out of 10, the thing that I don't think twice about <laughs> like that's a what gift. they pick up on they're like hey man <laughs> over the really line to, bro <laughs> yeah you need to think before you tweet bro it's like okay <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah i mean it took me honestly a second to to go what what are they offended about oh okay i got gotcha. you so well yeah i almost did i almost didn't even bring it to your attention to anyone that's wondering uh i don't even remember what the context was but you just you tweeted a gif of Robert Downey Jr. as the character in Tropic Thunder, the right. black character that he did when he was in blackface. Yes. And for whatever reason it was, who cares? The movie was amazing. You mentioned it in that episode, something about Robert Downey Jr. You guys were talking about him. It might have been, it might have been that 
because I've only just seen Tropic Thunder like within the past four years or four or oh, five okay. years, somewhere yeah. around there. So maybe it was that of like, can you believe that it took me this long? Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I posted a gif of, you know, Robert Downey Jr., <laughs> you know, kind of swandering. Over, and I didn't think twice about it because I, I love that movie. And I recently read an article where he talks about, it. he goes, yeah, I probably wouldn't do that now. And it made me, and it was after the whole kerfluffle with the, your Twitter feed. Yeah. And so I kind of go, oh, maybe, yeah, maybe I, you know, unknowingly overstepped a boundary on that. No, you didn't. Okay, listen, there are boundaries that will be overstepped, surely, un unintentionally. Sure. That is not one of them. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. not, you weren't like... I don't know. There was nothing malicious behind it. You were just yeah. There wasn't. <laughs> yeah. But I get a DM like, "Hey, man, you, if you, I, I just don't." It was something along the lines of like, "I don't want to see this kind of stuff." And like, I just had this, yeah, just this long weird exchange with this person that was just weird enough that I was like, I just wanted to let you know because I didn't know if they were messaging you too. Like, how could you be associated with such a? <laughs> no, they Whatever. didn't message me. You know, I guess they were tagged in the post, and so mm -hmm. they they got the notification, and they blew DJ up. <laughs> like, how could you let this guy comment on your? Well, it was a show we had recommended, and so I always try and like, yeah. if they're on Twitter, I will tag them in there just to be like, hey, we talked about you, whatever. And they're like, just just don't in the future. So, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> no, you know what they say: no good deed goes unpunished. Exactly. How dare you? And <laughs> try to help somebody out help help out an indie podcaster out there <laughs> it, yeah yeah that's the thing whatever uh. yeah but it's you know hey, it's all I, I do think sometimes people do need to be canceled you know but i agree like it's gotten way out of control yeah i mean you're bill cosby's and harvey weinstein's of the world yeah like well i think that's something past canceled like canceled is something right. that you say when you're like this person did something i don't know i don't know where the line would be because canceled is canceled i feel like is also the wrong word because i don't mm. i think that's like a something associated with like a tv show or something that sure just couldn't sustain itself anymore oh yeah, so, yeah. i don't know I yeah don't well they can i mean i guess they can't cancel you in this day and age where you can just keep doing your thing podcasting or having a youtube but you know if enough people got together they could certainly uh, you know, hurt you from trying to gain more of an audience later. You know what I mean? I was gonna say the only two people that I feel like have been truly canceled, like just shot off earth is uh, Milo Yiannopoulos and Alex Jones. Ah, like, yeah. Those yeah. dudes, you, I feel like if we ever hear from them again, it'll be from their deathbeds. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so do you believe that those were deserved cancels or... It's it's hard to say because if you if you want to go per, like take their personal their personal lives into account then maybe not but if you're just going to I would almost liken it to like the people that had never heard of Ari Shafir but then saw that tweet about Kobe and then were shocked and appalled and thought he was the worst person ever and right. it's like well if you had been following him through at least through even part of his career, you would know that that this isn't new and this isn't like as malicious as you're taking it. It's supposed it's an attempt at being funny, right? Yeah, and I think that it's kind of the same thing with those two idiots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are both just uh, man, uh, just so far out there. Like I, I think it has to be an act as far out there as they are like they can't truly believe everything they say 
I think there becomes, I think there is a, there's a tipping point because Hmm. I think like as, because starting a podcast from nothing when you're just, you know, some guy, uh, I feel like we, or I felt that very hard of like, all right, I'm starting from nothing. Like, what do I do? How do I set myself on fire and wave around enough for people to go, hey, he, there's something, there's something right. going on over there. Let's take a look. Yeah. And if like, say whatever it was that I did, I mean, clearly it didn't work, whatever it was, uh, but say whatever it was <laughs> did work, uh, you know, that's just positive reinforcement for the weird thing I did. Mm-hmm. So how long do I keep doing that before it goes from something I did to get people in to something that is me now? <laughs> huh. Yeah, I guess it could kind of take over your your whole personality if it you know people were giving you all this attention bad or good that you just kind of become this and it's like a snake eating its own tail like you actually believe you know the things you're saying even though they're outrageous well i heard there's this guy a comedian i don't know his real name but his uh pseudonym or whatever is wheeler walker jr and hmm. he's a uh, he just does like this really good but really dirty country music, and it's a it's like a it's funny but it's it's super dirty and it's but it is good like if yeah. you listen to the music it's actually good, um, but I just heard on a podcast the other day that he was getting so much like negative attention from they didn't say like outright racist people but just just people that he didn't want that kind of attention from. Uh, kind of like, uh, almost like how, what is it? The proud boys thing kind of went from a joke to, uh, it became like a Nazi conspiracy or whatever. Right. He was turning into Wheeler Walker was apparently turning into his own version of that. And the guy just had to give up the character. Like Ah. he just just won't do it anymore because of that. (laughs) Well, it's good that he was, you know, self-aware enough to go, I need to step back. (laughs) (laughs) reinvent it well like you hear but then again you hear like larry the cable guy like Mm -hmm. i've heard him do podcasts and he's just a he he can go on stage and be larry the cable guy but he is also whatever his real name is i don't know right Uh, i don't even know yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's true yeah you can leave it i guess on the stage and then go back to your normal life I guess it's just whether you're, you know, like that method acting, you know, where you all, you know, like a Christian Bale type person where when you're playing a role, you're you're in that zone, in that headspace all the time. Or if you're Is just he considered a method actor, you know, I don't know. He the seems only like one I me. really know of is Daniel Day Lewis. Oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> like, but now I feel I don't know if that was like a real. Th- thing that was like were there lots of method actors when acting i guess with sound first was around because now it just seems like a you know he's a method actor aka a douchebag yeah yeah (laughs) yeah i know jim carrey kind of got into that whenever he did the andy kaufman biopics apparently he was just andy kaufman 24 hours a day and Dude, I never saw that movie, but that must have been a nightmare. Because oh, God. Andy Kaufman seemed like a nightmare. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's a pretty good flick. Like he he does. He does it justice. Yeah. Um, but he it, from the uh, there's actually a documentary on it of him preparing for the, the role and just being sort of off camera. And he went bananas like he kind of lost his marbles for a while. Like legit or. Yeah. 
Yeah, or maybe it was just him acting like that. But I, I think he really did get so much into character that he kind of lost touch with the reality for a little bit. Well, he's had a weird life too, right? Because didn't he oh, have yeah. like an ex or something, like commit suicide? And yep. now he's like become this existential, like self-guru kind of guy that's just like, oh, yeah. we are nothing and everything. Right. Oh, yeah. Robotnik. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's kind of in my wheelhouse, you know, I'm, I'm kind of bananas like him, too, in that regard. I could I could do an episode about Jim Carrey. Dude, I think he, there was a, an interview. I remember them saying like, well, clearly Jim Carrey's gone insane. And I watched the interview and I was like, no, I think this guy's making a lot of sense because yeah. he was like, I can't remember what it was, but the lady was asking him whatever. And he's like, what are you doing? Like, yes, I know what me. you're talking about, like a red carpet or something, <laughs> yeah. and he, none of this is real, you know? <laughs> yeah, and it's but, like people took that as like, oh, he's whacked out or whatever, but it's like, no, none of it's real. Like, we all just yeah. said it's real, so it's a thing, but it's not really there. <laughs> when you're the only normal one, you know, you seem crazy. You know, when you're the only, uh, if you're in the asylum and you're the only sane person, you know, it's like that old adage that... He's the only, you know, he's one of the few that I think actually knows what's going on. But because he's so genuine and being truth about uh, the nature of reality, people think he's insane. Please do an episode on Jim Carrey. I like, should. Just yeah. Either the life and times of or something. Like, yeah. No, that's a great idea. See, this another episode just came <laughs> to me just talking to you. <laughs> oh, Brad, I've had a lot of fun talking to you today. Man, this has been fun. <laughs> If uh, if you aren't already, you know, uh, married and have a co-host, I would say we could do a show together. But, you know, I don't want to add another to your plate. You're like the do hardest. Do not tempt me. I will do a show with you, Brad. <laughs> if you want to do a show with me, I don't care what it is. I will do it. Oh, I'm a awesome. terrible host, but I'll be a great guest. Oh, no. No, this is. I We got good good chemistry, good timing, man. We could we could uh, take it over. I don't want to. But I don't want Beth coming after me. Like, you know, you stole my podcast. host. <laughs> I don't want to get on her bad side. Dude, we're going to get you on the untrained eye too because yes. Beth is I mean, come on. We're both huge fans of you. Like oh, thanks, anyone man. listening, anyone listening right now, all 25 of you, please all go and subscribe <laughs> uh to Brad at the Coffee Buzz podcast, please. I appreciate that. And <laughs> same with with you guys. You kind of inspire me, you know, because like you said, we sort of start at the same time and it's just I don't know. I, not that I've ever taken any subjects from you, but just listening and you being there every week, it's sort of like, it's like a workout partner. Like I need to, you know, make sure I get my, my episode out this week. Not that we're even competing, but just, you know, to be, um, you know, in the same, same space as you is, you know, just good times, man. I love your shows. Well, thank you. And you said it on your last episode, I think with, uh, John Wells, is that his name? Oh, Wesling. Yeah. Wesling. Uh, he like, you were talking about how different it is in podcasting than from the radio. And I don't even know that it really is necessarily that different in podcasting. Cause I see people get, you know, weirdly cutthroat about this, that I'm like, yeah, listen, bro, like you're getting crazy over 25 downloads, relax. Uh, <laughs> but like one of the things that I learned from listening to like Bert and all those guys for all those years was like, they, before I started was one thing that they said, uh, over and over was we're not competing with each other. 
we're all trying to like do this thing. Like we're not, no one's taking listeners from anyone. Like yeah. if someone doesn't like uh, my show, like it's, there's nothing I can do about it. There's still, right. you know, how many billions of people on the earth? It's, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I, that's yeah. how I've tried to be to everybody is just like, you know, come on, let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have Podful of Sunshine to thank. They were, yes. they introduced me to you. Um, you know, they I think introduced, they, yeah, they introduced, uh, us to you as well. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I was, I was a big fan of them from the beginning. I think Diana hit me or, or we started a conversation on Reddit and, mm -hmm. you know, that's how we sort of got introduced and, um, yeah, but it's, uh, like you said, it's no competition. In fact, I feel like the, the little bit of success I've had is because of the network of you guys like retweeting and, and sharing my stuff and talking about it on your show. So I appreciate it. Dude, you're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, everyone. So, okay. Do you want to get, tell everyone one last time where to find you, your website, your social. Oh yeah. The, I've got a website. <laughs> <laughs> the coffeebuzzpodcast.com for anybody interested. Uh, yeah. Check it out. I've got all the episodes posted there and um, you know, a few extras Not I need to do more with my website. I'm, I'm horrible with the marketing side of this. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, all right guys, that's it. Um, if you would like, if you liked the music that you heard, or actually, Brad, thank you. Let me just say to your face, thank you for being on the show. Uh, hey, thank you for having time. me on. And I like where you're about to go with this. I also want to thank you for introducing me to Kula, because that guy's awesome. Can I tell you, uh, I am so glad that anybody has like taken to him at all, because I... I don't know. He gives his music away for free. Yeah. And I just, that's another thing that I took from another podcast is like, they would at the end of their show, every show shout out the guy that did their theme song or whatever. They just used the song that some artist did. And I was like, all right, well, not only does this guy give his stuff out for free, he doesn't ask for anything. So yeah. the least I could do is be like, Hey, go check them out. And, uh, yeah. At least yeah. three people have been like, I love that guy off of that. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, I've listened to a lot just and I never heard of him before you. In fact, before all this happened, I was I'd planned to go see him, I think, in October, or November here in Austin. But um, Dude, he, I, yeah, uh, what was it? Val Jing, uh, super, super fan Val Jing. Uh, I love her so much. She went to a show of his. Oh, cool. Uh, and like got him to sign a CD and she sent it to us. Oh, so, that's awesome. Dude, it's it's. That like Beth and I tripped out over that for a month. I feel like like it was just I it, I don't know. I don't know how to describe that other than impossible. Like <laughs> I think you would, should hit him up. I think he would come on your show. He have you seen his podcast? He will never listen to this, so I can talk about it. He <laughs> really talks to people that are so like people that have job titles that I've never even heard of before. Really that, like. He, I think he would be like, hey, man, I got to like have at least four drinks before I talk to you to get down to your level. Uh, <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, He's a I'm, busy guy, I'm sure. I think it's just, I'm scared of him. He is my uh, white whale, I think. Uh, I don't know, man. I think you got to throw it out there, you know? I think it, it's just what crazy enough yes. to work. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right everyone brad again thank you for being here uh 
If you like the music you heard on this episode, you can go to Cullah.com. That's C-U-L-L-A-H.com. Uh, as you're hearing this, the new album, Cultivation, is out. Uh, go check it out for free. Go buy a vinyl. Go buy a CD. Be cool for once in your life. All right, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for being here, and keep dragging. Oh